Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where everyday topics and everyday people come together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your host, Bianca Fly. Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. Hope that this week has been treating you in a marvelous way. Uh, but nevertheless, the Beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally, you guys. So big shout out to YRN 1328 for being the home of the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show. And of course, uh, you guys know we got to go to the West Coast uh, tonight. Uh, get some California love uh, tonight, you guys. We got a new guest um, who's coming on. Uh, we got author Angie Liddell in the building, you guys, and she is the author of Tears of the Game, Part 1 and Part 2, and uh, she has uh, some other collaborations in the works, and so I'm going to let her tell you guys about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, but nevertheless, make sure that you guys um, go out, um, and make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those great things, and let everybody know uh, that Angie Liddell is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show this evening, you guys. And if you're out there, you have a question, comment for her, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And so we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Angie, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's hot here in California. <laughs> Look, I can only imagine, like, every time I talk to my friends in California and I tell them about the weather here in North Carolina, they're like, look, you, you got it good <laughs> compared, to, compared to what we're experiencing out here. So I can only imagine uh, what, what the oh, heat yeah. is like out there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Today. Wow. It's 109 wow. today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, right, we, we right. got nowhere close to that. So, yeah, you, you guys definitely uh, have us be on this side. And, of course, uh, welcome to the show. And so for the um, who may not know who you are, tell them a little bit about who is Angie Liddell. Well, um, as she said, Angie Liddell. I'm from California by way of Illinois, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a mother, uh, author, uh, president of a club, Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit of everywhere, and I am the author of the Tears of the Game series. So, um, and then I have a few other things coming out. So, but right now is Tears One and Two. Mhm. And um, I hope everybody get it and read it and enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, take us back a little bit. Um, when did you discover? Um, that you wanted to write? When did you discover your your passion for writing and, and sharing stories? Um, 
I was very, very, very young. Um, I had to be in elementary school. I used to like to draw, you know, when you're little, you draw the little the little houses. And then the little, mm-hmm. you learn how to do the little flowers. And then I decided I wanted <laughs> to put stories with them. <laughs> I wanted to put stories <laughs> with them. But then my mother was an avid reader, is an avid reader. Okay. And so, okay. you know, I grew up around books and always wanted to read. And, you know, I like that it can take you away. So I wanted to create that, you know, and then it took Uh me some years, you know, life happens and you write some things and you put it away, you write some things and you put it away. And I said, no, I need to go ahead and pursue it a little further. Absolutely. 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 And of course, uh, for you um, and getting into this initially, uh, when you decided that you actually wanted to put that first book out, were you kind of nervous and hesitant about how uh, people would, would respond uh, when when they actually got to be able to read uh, your work? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah. a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. And then when part two came out, even more so nervous. And I was excited, too, because it was just shocking to see the reviews and people approaching me about the book because, once I write a book, I don't go back and read it. And oh, so wow. when people were all excited telling me about the book, it felt like a new yeah. book to me. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a good experience thus far, you know, yeah. even with the negative or, you know, I take it all. I take it all. Absolutely. So what made you decide once you have written a book that you, you, you don't go back and read it? Because, I know for for some authors, they feel like they go back and they read some things and they feel like, oh, I want to change it, you know, and so they might want right. to make some changes. And after that, it's like, hey, it's over and done with. So what are some of the right. reasons you choose, like, not to go back that's, and read them? That's, that's exactly the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I've even tried, now that the books are released, I've even tried to uh-huh. go back and say, you know what, I'm going to read it like a reader. I'm not going to read it like right. I wrote it, but every time I'll start reading and say, oh, I should have took that out. Oh, no, I should have kept it. <laughs> and then I'll stop. I won't I won't go no further because I'll be like, I think I'm going to take it off Amazon and add some new parts. But I said, no, I'm, I'll, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I'll leave it alone because I continue to do that. So I said, you know what? I'm right. not, not going to read it. I'll just, you know, go. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I try not to read it because I'm critical. <laughs> and for you, usually, um, have you found that, like, even if, if some of the parts that you didn't like, you had a lot of fans who like, oh, I love that part. And you're thinking, like, oh, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really like that Right. Part. Right. Yeah. That's that's why I say I'm shocked um, <laughs> at the responses I've been getting. I mean, they're great, and I'm humble for it, and I thank everybody that has supported um, TS1 yeah, and yeah. 2. And it's, it's, again, it's like, Really? Oh, okay. And then when I finally seen the reviews, like on Amazon, I was like, they really talking about my work. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then I've done, you know, you do the book discussions and, you know, interviews yeah, like today. Yeah. And you hear people yeah. talk about it like, you know, like, who are they talking about? Are they talking about me? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's, it's just it's very exciting. <laughs> it is. It's very Absolutely. exciting. And I, I'm glad that, um, I'm glad of the responses. You know, every. And I had to realize, too, everyone is not going to like your work. Right, right. So, you know, right. you have Absolutely. to, yeah, you have to appreciate the ones who liked it and even the ones who didn't. I mean, you know, maybe they saw something that you didn't see. And, you know, then I'll go back to, well, that's why when I was reading it, I knew I should have changed that. So I just try <laughs> not to. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so for you, uh, in the process of that, um, you know, being an author, and especially being um, a new author and getting out here and having um, to deal with the feedback of people, um, you know, what is your advice to those upcoming and aspiring authors out here about dealing with that? Because some people, you know, they really get affected by, you know, people criticizing their works. And, and like you said, everybody's not going to like it. Everybody's not going to interpret the, the story the same 
So what advice do you you offer new authors about, you know, dealing, you know, with some of the feedback, you know, positive and negative that you may get from readers? Um, I would tell them to make sure that they have thick skin, make sure Mm -hmm. that they stay true to their writing. Don't change up because of somebody else, because even though that one person may not like it, 10 more may love it. So don't. So, you know, just go with your own heart, your own flow. And and be mindful that we'll give you criticism. It's what you do once you get it. Either you're going to get mad and be like, I ain't writing no more. Or you're going <laughs> to accept it and, and, you know, learn to make the changes. Because right. we we're not perfect, so we are going to have That's to make right. changes sometimes, you know. That's so right. I would just tell them Absolutely. to stick true to what they believe and, you know, their work, if that's their work and that's the work they want to present, do it to the fullest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, um, now we are we're at uh, Tears of the Game. I know you have part one and part two, but tell us uh, from the beginning, uh, what did you draw the inspiration to um, create the story? Because I know initially uh, the story actually revolves around four best, friend, best friends from Ashley High School. Um, and right. so – Tell us a little bit about how do you come about with the vision uh, for Tears of the Game. Uh, honestly, that's kind of a hard question, only because when I start writing a book, mm-hmm. I may write the first paragraph, and I never know which direction it's going to go. So I never okay. set out okay. with, you know what, I'm going to have four best friends, and if you're mm-hmm. ready to get in the car and you're ready to do this, and okay, this is right. what the story is about. It just unfolds as I go. Right, right. So um, initially it was the four friends, um, as well as always been the four friends. Actually, mm-hmm. it was only supposed to be three. And then I added okay. another person as the story went on. I started picking up more characters. So mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it became a life of its own. And I really was going to stop at part one. And then yeah. I start getting the inboxes of you. You can't stop it right there. <laughs> it, it has to be more, you know. And then even right. family members were like, um, you know, you have family members that my family is critical. They will tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not. And so <laughs> some of them were like, um, mm, it's a good book, but I don't like the ending. So I said, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I do need to write a part two. <laughs> so that's how part two came about. Wow. And so uh with these you got the characters, you got J T, you got um Banks, uh, you got Jalen and you have Red. And so how do you kinda come up with the personalities? Because all of them have very, very different um and very peculiar uh characteristics about themselves. <laughs> so how did you come up with some of the characteristics uh for these characters to develop them, you know, in the in the direction you wanted to? Um I, I know I I know people like those people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know someone that's just like JT. I know someone that's yeah. just like... Jalen came at the very end. He was thrown in. Jalen wasn't okay. initially going to be there. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. I said, no, I can't take Banks away. You know? Um, I know a little bit of each character, just like for the women, the women characters. Um, each one of them are a part of me. So I'm able right. to relate. I'm able to relate. So that's how I kind of picked the characters. Um, again, Jalen Jalen wasn't supposed to be there, but I decided to give him a brother and, and spread it out a little bit. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, with these characters, and one of the things that, that definitely caught me was Red. Um, and, and I've met a couple Reds <laughs> in my <laughs> lifetime. Uh, I've met a couple Reds. So I was like, man, this name is so befitting uh, for, for this particular character. And, of course, it, it takes place um, in East Oakland, California. And so uh, yeah. what made you uh, definitely uh, shine some light on uh, things revolving around uh, East Oakland, California. Because that's where I'm at. <laughs> I grew up here. <laughs> yeah. I grew yeah. up here in, in uh, East Side. And um, yeah. 
I, I love the Bay Area. You know, Oakland yeah. has a lot of character, a lot of life, and e- I mean, you know, even the good and the bad. And absolutely, during my my youth in that time, we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. You know, when I flash back to talk about the side shows and the skating rinks mm-hmm. and things like that, those things actually were happening um, as I was growing up. So mm-hmm. I had to um, represent the Bay as best I knew how. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think it did. I think you did a great job of that because oftentimes, um, just just stereotypically wise, people automatically assume uh, when it comes to California, especially the Bay Area. Um, the the negative things you know that goes on there, and right. so a lot of times mm-hmm. people, um, you know, specifically focus on those, which you know it happens. But at the same time, I did like the fact that you show, you know, some of the great aspects of things that you, you know, you used to do when you're younger, like you said, the skating ring and so forth, and bringing that care, you know, bringing that characteristic into the story as well, uh, to show, you know, that there were great times as well, even when all this other chaos, you know, was going on. Yeah, I wanted to represent the Bay. I wanted to make sure all the streets were real. Um, <laughs> I didn't want someone from from the Bay Area to read the book and say, um, she's not from here. That street don't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted it to be as authentic as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask you about that. Being from California, born and raised, if you happen to read another author's or even see a movie that takes place uh, in the area in which you're from, and you're thinking to yourself, have you ever thought to yourself, like, this place doesn't exist? Like, this stuff doesn't doesn't really happen here. Um. I'm sorry, I, I could barely hear you. You went in and out for a second. Oh, okay. No, I was saying, have you ever read a book or even watched a movie that kind of tried to depict things that go on in California, but you yourself have thought, oh. ah, this doesn't really pinpoint, you know, what what really right. goes on here. Yeah. I, I have. I have, and that's one of the yeah. reasons why I wanted to make sure um, I told it as best I could. Like, I love to read mm-hmm. myself. and yeah. um. Yeah. When I read read other books, you know, I expect for those places, maybe not the situation to be true, but at least the streets and the um, descriptions so I could feel like I'm right there. Like someone had on um, one of my reviews had said to me, um, the book was great, and although they've never been to Oakland, they felt like they were right there because of the description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, I, that's what I definitely wanted. But, yeah, I have read books or seen movies about um, California, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> want to make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and so, Angie, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, um, you guys. We're going to come back, and we're going to find out um, who are some authors that have definitely – um, inspire Angie um, being in the literary industry and uh, folks if you're out there if you're on the line you got a question a comment or you just want to call in and show us some love uh, you could do so as well the number is 347-326-9139 all you have to do is press 1 on your phone if you want to join the conversation and so we're going to take a little break but we're going to come right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2. Also author of the Devil's Calling Car 1, 2, and 3. All available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. Conversations with Trent show featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living, right here on your radio network, YRN 1328. 
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And tonight, you guys, we are joined by Angie Ladere, you guys, author of Tears of the Game, part one and part two, you guys. And um, um, I see you calling us on the line. So uh, really quickly, um, Angie, tell us who are some authors um, that have inspired you um, in the literary industry? Oh, wow. Um, I have a lot. I love Elin Harris, um, Eric oh, yeah. Jerome Dickey, Waida Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Initially, <laughs> what made me fall in love with Urban Lit was Donald Goins, Iceberg Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, my mother had all those books around her house, you know, um, yeah. even Joan Collins. And, you know, so I, I, I've read, even when I was little and wasn't supposed to, I didn't know nothing about Harlequin, but I used to read the little books. <laughs> at, <laughs> at my grandmother's house, so um, I've, I've always read, you know. Yeah, and and all mm-hmm. of them have a little point, but Donald Goins is one of my favorites. Oh, wonderful, 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 yeah. and. Um, of course, uh, we do have some folks on the line who want to get in, and so we're going to go to um, our first caller, area code 510, uh, last digits 9882. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Carrie. I'm calling from Concord, California. How are you? Hey, Carrie. How are you doing? Okay, how are you? We are doing fantastic. We're on with Angie Liddell this evening. You got a question or comment for her? Well, uh, yes, I have a question and I have a comment first. My first comment okay. is that I cannot wait for the release of He Said, She Said, which is coming out, I believe that's July 4th, correct, Angie? That's correct. <laughs> so I'm anxiously waiting for the release of that book because we've heard a lot of great things, and I expect to be amazed by once again by her penmanship because I love the way that she writes. And then my Aww. question my question is, where do you see yourself in about five years from now? Five years from now, I want to be a name spoken upon in everyone's household. Did you read Angela's book? Have you heard answers? I want it to be a – I want to uh, one day do screen plays. Whatever it is. Okay. So in five years, I want to see these things forming, or if not already yeah. happening. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Excellent. And then one more question. Do you have uh-huh. any uh, book signings or anything like that coming up anytime soon? I do. I have one August um, at Monty's, Monty's Lounge. Um, I will post the information as the day gets closer so I can make sure I have confirmation. But I, as of right now, it's in August in Sacramento. And I'll have all three books there. Um, here's one, two, and he says, she said. Yes, because I have yet to get my books, and I need my actual book. So, yeah, okay. Let me know when that's going <laughs> And I will be there. Carrie's like, let me know because I'm going to be ready. <laughs> right, right. Definitely. But you read the book. You read the book, right? Um, I read part one and part two, but he said, she said, you know, we're waiting for that to come out. But I right. don't have the physical books yet. So I need my physical books to put them in my bookshelf, but I need them autographed as well. And, yeah, so, you know, yeah. I know that's why. So I'll call that out I need to be there. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank, I look forward to seeing you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in, Carrie. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Carrie. All right, all right. Nice. Let's go to the. Yes, yes. Nothing like somebody being excited for your book. Like that's how you that's know right. when people really love what you do. When people are excited, like I just, <laughs> I just can't <laughs> wait for it to get there. So. That's that's awesome. And so we're going to go to our next caller here. Area code 309, um, last digits 3341. State your name and where you're calling from. Oh, I know that number. My name is Judy (laughs) Liddell, and I'm calling from Peoria, Illinois. And that's my baby. Welcome. That's my mother. 
Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So you are the one that we've heard great things about. You had all of the the books that um, have inspired <laughs> uh, Angie. And so for you as her mom, did you always know um, that your daughter would get to this point where she is now writing writing such awesome books? Um, I didn't know that she was sneaking and reading my books, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I know that um, I I noticed her um, writing little, little things down, and mm-hmm. when she um, wrote the first book, I um, before it went it been published, I read the mm-hmm. original, and she was okay. good. She was real good. And for her to continue on with this venture and publish two great books, because I read the first one in a day and a half, and I read the second one in a day, and I'm waiting (laughs) on my copy of He Said, She Said, so that my little collection is um, through for anybody that I talk to, anybody that I see. Uh, I tell them about my my baby. She's writing these books, and I'm very proud of her. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely and there's beautiful. More to come. Oh, go ahead. There's more to come. Absolutely. Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. And we appreciate yeah. you calling in, and we we are thankful that you had such a great influence on your daughter. To so now she is showing you the the proof of of all that reading, sneaking, reading, and yeah. <laughs> all the dedication <laughs> that she put into it. <laughs> but. He, Y'all have a blessed day. I am enjoying the program. And to call Thank me when you, you get home. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, and y'all carry on. We shall. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. So, Angie, what is that feeling like for you? Uh, because sometimes, you know, uh, authors are very skeptical, especially their moms reading their work. Uh, because sometimes moms would be the that hardest critic, but um, of course she she loves and supports what she do. So, what's that feeling like for now? Your mom had this all these books, you know, from other authors, but now she's able to read works from her own daughter. Um, I think it's great. I I think it's yeah. I, you know I wasn't scared to give her my work. Um. I didn't know how she would take, you know, the explicit, explicit part right. of the books, and right. um, she read on past it like <laughs> nothing. So I didn't say nothing. She didn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So, so you know, awesome. it, that was okay with me. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, let's head over to our next caller here, area code 469, um, last digits 8754. State your name and where you're calling from. This is Barbie, and I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. Welcome to the beautiful Butterfly Show. (laughs) (laughs) You got a a question or comment for Angie? Well, I just was going to call and make a comment, okay. and I was listening yeah. to the previous caller, and you asked her if you knew or if she knew that she was going to be great, and uh, yeah. I just wanted to say that I absolutely knew that once <laughs> she made up her mind to do it, yeah. to actually do it, it was going to be amazing. And so right. I'm just so proud of you, Angie. And I mean, you know I am. But no, y'all not I, gonna I, get I, on here and make me cry. That's what y'all not gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so absolutely <laughs> proud of you. Um, the first book, 
I enjoyed. Of course, you know, I hadn't read the second one yet, it's, but, you know, I, I'm going to read it. But I, I, I absolutely love the first one. Um, and I'm one, of, I'm one of the people that she says that uh, are, are brutally honest. So yeah, for me to say, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so to say that it was it was it was a good read. It was it really was mm-hmm. a good read. I'm not from the Bay yeah. Area, but I do know that it came alive for me. So yeah. I just wanted to say that I'm so very proud of you, and I hope you continue to flourish and um, just continue to be confident, and you're gonna go far. You know, what else can I say? You're amazing. Thank you. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much Boy, for calling so in. Much we love just on the live. So much love. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. We hope you'll continue listening to the rest of the show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, and uh, hey, folks, don't don't let the party stop now. Keep keep it coming. Uh, if you got a question, <laughs> right. or comment, or just want to call in and show us some love, you can do that. The number is three four seven three two six nine one three nine is the number. All you have to do is press one to get on the line. If you're already on the line, uh, to join the conversation. Um, and I know everybody kept mentioning, it, and I know people are wondering, well, when is she going to talk about it? I'm getting to it, folks. We got to talk about this hot new one. Just getting ready to draw. He said, she said, uh, and I saw the cover, and I said, ooh, ooh. It's like, okay. So we, we, we got to talk about this one. So this one is actually a collabo with you and LaVon. Is that right? Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So tell us a little bit about um, he said, uh, she said, and how you two meant to collaborate on this book. He said, she said, um, I started writing it. And I initially um, asked Christopher Ringo to do the collab with me. Okay. And okay. Christopher agreed um, to do so. And then, you know, of course, he passed away during the beginning stages of the project. And mm. so um, LaVon and I, at the time, were signed under the same publisher. Yeah. And we just kind of clicked, you know. And uh, I asked her if, you know, she wanted to be a part of that, you know, it was brand new. I, you know, me and Christopher had gotten past the first chapter. And um, she was like, yeah, I want to be on there. So, you know, she came on and we ran with it. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed what he said, she said at all. <laughs> I, I, I just well, really folks, don't think. <laughs> for the folks out there, can you give them a little bit? You can't give away too much because we want them to buy. But can you give them a little right. bit of what they're going to be in store for? Well, it's a love story. Um, characters, the main characters are Walter and Shayla. Um, and the setting takes place between Chicago, Carbondale, and Peoria, my hometown. Um, <laughs> so I had to, you know, give homage to them. And, yeah. um, right. And, I mean, you know, it's just it's, not so much as like tears of the game, but it does. I don't want to give it away. Um, you, it'll, yeah. it'll be some shocking points, but Walter and Shayla meet each other. You know, they are strongly attracted to one another. They fall in love, you know, and in relationships, you know, there's a bunch of ups and downs. And right. um, they kind of work it out. Walter is, a, you know, he's a street guy. Excuse me, and you know they kind she gives him balance. Absolutely, and so they're going to take you on a journey, on a roller coaster ride. Incredible, incredible, and we do have. um, I got some questions uh, that folks have sent to my inbox here, and let's see, we got, let's see, we got Erica. Uh, from Atlanta, she wants to know, uh, pertaining to your book, Tears of the Game, uh, what made you uh, decide on that title? Um, I had two different names, The Other Side of the Game and Tears of the Game. Uh-huh. And I, it, just for me, Tears of the Game just kind of flowed a little more. And I think um, I had, back then, I think I had heard, the title, the other side of the game before, and I didn't, I didn't want to do that. 
So mm-hmm. I switched it over to Tears of the Game. And then I think it kind of just fit as I started writing and the, yeah. and the story started unfolding. It, it fit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I felt Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll just get ready to say that, especially with the story and how it builds up um, and how it works out through the end, it's definitely <laughs> some tears, <laughs> some tears shed uh, through through everything that definitely takes place uh, with this book. And so for you, Angie, um, if any, what were some of the or your most um, that you felt like you, you worked hard on to put into um, Tears of the Game? Um, the most difficult part, it, it actually was not writing the book. It, the okay. difficult part was um, when I initially wrote the book years ago, I wrote Tears of the Game many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. approached a um, very known author about it, yeah. and she told me it was trash. Wow. And it, yeah, yeah. And so I put it down mm. and I was like, mm, well, I'm okay. Well, I guess you're the expert and, you know, and so, um, yeah. And so I put, I put it away for a few years, some more years had passed wow. by and yeah. then I got married and I got divorced. <laughs> and as I was moving out of my apartment to my house, I ran across it again and I read mm-hmm. it and I was like, um, I never cared about what somebody thought of me, so why do I care now? You know, right? And right. and I, I, you know, of course, I needed to make some changes because you know, over the years, dialogue, slang, everything changes. So I had to make it mm-hmm. a little more current, and um, that that was the difficultest part for me was um, how rude this person was, and I really had looked up to this author, you know. Wow. So yeah, that was yeah. the only difficult part. Right. And, and I'd like to ask you about that because I've heard that um, very often um, from new authors, from authors who have been in the game a long time about, you know, seeking counsel um, or advice uh, from other people in the industry. And sometimes mm-hmm. people are willing to give you some advice while otherwise some people might see potential in you and they're going to shoot that down because they don't want, <laughs> unfortunately you just have some people who don't want you to be better or think that you're right. better than what they're doing, you know? And so right. for you um, and, and hearing you talk about, you know, just kind of letting it sit for a while. What, what, what would Angie now tell the Angie back then about, going forth and pushing forth with your dream? Or do you think it was best that you did kind of sit on it for a while? I think it was best that I sat on it for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. In reality, it wasn't ready to come out. And, um, but it it wasn't so much of what she said. It was how cruel she was. And I don't even think she read it. She just kind of skimmed through, you know what I mean? It it, it kind of made me feel like you just said, you know, uh, this might have some potential, but I don't want her to be better than mm-hmm. me. So, right. you know, and I never knew how grimy the industry, <laughs> the industry of writing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Really yeah. is. Yeah. You know, right. and so yeah. the the adult me now would tell the younger me, keep going. You know, at that time, it really wasn't time for it to come out. It wasn't complete enough. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think that will be it, to just keep going and, you know, don't just take one person's um, opinion mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and speaking of you, uh, when you, when you spoke of, you know, the literary industry <laughs> uh, being really <laughs> grimy, which is very true because a lot of people think that the music industry is rough. You know, but but when you get into the literary industry, you know, it, it's just as bad almost for some people. And so for you, what have you learned um, over your time period of, of being a part of the literary industry? Uh, what have you learned um, the most out of this all, do you think? Um, I learned that I have to do me. You know, I've, I've, yeah. I'm not a... Um, I'm not a follower. 
So mm-hmm. um, nobody has to worry about me being in competition with them. I'm in competition with my own self. Yeah. So, um, and and then I learned that there are some really genuine people. I've met some great people. Um, one of the callers that called in, Carrie. Carrie yeah. is an awesome writer. She is. Like, yeah. She. she oh my gosh. I'm yeah, I'm trying to really get me and Carrie to do a collab. We thinking about it, but. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, Carrie man. is awesome. awesome. Like, and it's like any time mm-hmm. I've ever called on her, like I was confused on, you know, when I was down uploading, um, you know, the book on the Amazon and so on and so forth. You know, everybody is about money, so I, you know, right. I didn't know at the time. So I, I contacted her. I was like, "Hey, how much will you charge me? I need your help." You know, I'm going crazy trying to put this stuff up. She said, "Girl, I'm not charging you for that. Let's get it done." And it <laughs> is just. She she just she's an awesome spirit. She really is. And um Absolutely. right. And I mean, you know, anytime I've called on her, she's she's been A one. And so and then there's other people that I've met like that. You know, I've met a couple of people in different book clubs and so on yeah. and so forth. Like me and Levon, me and Levon click, like that's my little buddy. And, you know, we get on the phone and we talk so much smack. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about the book. You know what I mean? And it yeah. is great. Yeah, like absolutely. I've met some good people amongst the sharks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm just glad through it all that you didn't put down the book for good, you know, because sometimes people, you know, the way they respond to you or just, you know, the reaction that you get from people uh, sometimes really, um, crushes our egos, you know, and it, and it sends us into a mode where maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And even though for you, you know, it's sat down for a while, but the fact that you revisited it and now that it's out, you know, you're able to see really, you know, this this was that blessing. This was that blessing uh, of your gift in the making, you know. And so sometimes, right. you know, we, we may release our gifts too soon, you know, but, but there's always right. that perfect timing you know, to release our gift. Um, and so now you're able to, to see that, you know, see the benefits of what this amazing gift uh, that you have as far as writing, storytelling um, does and how it has touched so many people. And so uh, for you um, with that, I know you also mentioned you got the part one, you got the part two, uh, you got he said and she said coming out. And so for you, uh, what have you set, or what is one of your ultimate goals as far as being an author? What do What do you want to achieve at the end of the day? Um, I want to see it on the big screen, whether it's yeah. a big screen, a stage play, a TV show. I, I want to see it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any one of my books. I, I kind of would yeah. like to see Tears One and Two up there, but um. He said, she said, will be great. I have so many projects coming out. Like, um, yeah. he said, she said, is dropping in next month on the 4th of July. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Mia and Rich story, Love No Limits. There are two characters from the Tear series wow. um, that everyone decided for me needed to have their own book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Um <laughs> That's coming. I'm I'm looking to have that one out by later this year. Um, yeah. And then I have two more projects after that. And I don't know when I'm going to stop and breathe. I don't know. But right now, um, <laughs> you know, God gave me the talent to write, and I'm going to keep writing until I can. Absolutely. 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 And, I, I, you know, and I think that's the, the great part about it um, is that, you know, once you have, have fell into – um, that spot of where you know you got a good thing going. You got to keep going. Got to keep going. Keep pushing. Right. Uh, we may lose a little sleep. <laughs> we may not sleep at night. Um, and, and that's what I tell Carrie all the time. I'm like, I don't think you go to bed. I think you stay up like around <laughs> the clock. Like Carrie is always up. She has to be like one of the hardest working people I know. Um, but it shows, right. you know, with, with that, you know, your love and your passion uh, for all the things mm-hmm. that you do. And so, of course, uh, for you, uh, what would be um, your advice 
um, to other people about getting in the literary industry. Sometimes people are skeptical because they may not think that their work is worthy, you know, um, or like you said, they, they, they want to connect, you know, with, with big-time people, and sometimes those big-time people aren't really trying to hear what you have to say. You know, so you gotta find right. find your own route and your own way. Um, so what would be your advice to those individuals? Um, do your homework. Like really do your homework. Um, if you decide to sign with someone, make sure you read it. Have someone else you trust read it. Um, as far as your work, make sure you have someone that will give you an honest opinion. Don't just yeah. tell you the work is good because they're your friend and they don't want to hurt your mm-hmm. feelings or they're your family member and they don't want to hurt your feelings. My family <laughs> will tell you, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they make that noise first. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll let you they know. They feel like they might and, be related um, to some of my family. <laughs> right. But you know what? It's a great thing yeah. because, it you know, is. you it don't want to just put something out that's that's, that's right. garbage, you know, and that's right. you're thinking, because right. you got all these friends telling you, oh, yeah, girl, it's good. And then when you get some reviews, you're crying because you're like, nobody told me, and, <laughs> you know, or you don't want to believe it. And you, you then you become argumentative and, you know, just all the nonsense. Like my daughter is one of the biggest critics alive. <laughs> and... um. I would even argue her, like, no, I think that part was good. Well, leave it there then, Mama, but it don't sound good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, um, I would tell anybody, make sure you have someone that will give you the honest to God's truth. And um, for me, you know, I signed first. Um, I didn't do my homework. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. One came out, it wasn't edited correctly, it wasn't formatted wow. correctly, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I, I don't blame yeah. the publisher, I blame myself because I didn't do my homework. So, right. um, but then I got people who really um, look out for me and they were, you could self publish yourself. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know, so just make sure you get with the right group of people who will give you honesty, do your homework, and stay true right. to your work. Absolutely. 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 Absolutely well said. And, of course, uh, we, we do have uh, one more question um, as far as uh, the book industry goes. And Derek uh, wants to know, um, how do you know? Um, which people you should choose as far as editing and promoting your book. Um, Meaning, how do you know that that person is really going to push your book in the direction um, in which it needs to go in? Um, I would tell him, you don't know. And the biggest person to push your book is you. Um, They can give you, you know, the steps and, Again, mm-hmm, you do mm-hmm. homework homework on them also. You do homework on the editor. You see how many other people's books they've done and what's the reviews right. on it. Do you see um, the reviewers saying oh, a bunch of errors or, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You do your homework on them as well. But the, the best person to promote you is you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And, of course, uh, for the folks out here, uh, tell them uh, where they can go to purchase Tears um, of the Game, Part 1 and Part 2, and let them know um, the release date for He Said, She Said. Um, you can purchase Tears of the Game 1 and 2 uh, via Amazon, or you can send me an email at Drea, D-R-E-A, Liddell, L-I-D-D-E-L-L, at Yahoo. Um, if you want an autograph copy, and I'll send you an invoice. Um, he says, she said, will be released on the 4th of July awesome. of this year. Awesome. 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 Uh, and um, as far as yourself, uh, what other projects do you have um, in the works for this year? This year, um Love No Limits, the Mia and Rich story mm-hmm. will be out. 
um, how she lies will be out and a heart on trial. I know my cousin listening oh, wow. in is dying laughing right now because we were going back and forth about that title. Um, <laughs> but those, <laughs> those will be coming out. And um, I have another uh, author who's been inboxing one to do a collaboration. So I may be doing another collaboration. I'm not sure yet, but um, okay. those are the things I'm working on for the rest of this year. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, let's see, we got one more question uh, coming from Jason out of New York. He wants to know, how do you determine um, whom you would like to do a collaboration with? And he wants to know, do you decide based on the fact if it's a good fit uh, for your readers or do you just go with the flow and kind of mesh with what the other um, author is bringing to the table? Um, hi, Jason. Thanks for the question. Um, I, I kind of look at their work because you don't want to just say yeah to everybody now. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they may have, um, <laughs> right, they may have Facebook fame, but right. they don't have no writing skills. <laughs> so, you know, again, it's back to doing yeah, your homework. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Doing your homework. So that's kind of how I decide. I um, Like for Levine, I've read Levine's books, and I like them, okay. and I thought me and her would be a great fit. Um, mm-hmm. Even with Ringo, you know, before he passed on, you know, I read his books. His is more um, um, sexy, erotic. <laughs> and But I knew the, his writing style would fit with mine. It would complement each other so Mm -hmm. it it works out both ways you know even one of them could have completed that book absolutely 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 and uh for you who are some um authors um in the future that you thought about um that you possibly do want to do some collaboration with i know carrie carrie is definitely uh one of the others so who are some other authors for you um carrie uh, you know, I haven't really thought about it. Fast, <laughs> <Ask> Carrie. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, unless I can get my girl Wyeta Clark to do something, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm put that in the atmosphere too. I hope she catches. Um, I I don't know. I don't know because I don't want to do a whole lot of collaboration. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I do want to stand on my own. Um, absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, for the folks out here um, listening, tell them how about they can go connecting with you um, as far as social media and all those great things. Social media, you can catch me, um, Sir Angela Dale, on Facebook. Um, Also, my fan page is Arthur Angela Dale. You can catch me on Instagram, Arthur underscore Angela Dale. And Twitter, Angie underscore the author. Awesome, 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 awesome. And, uh, of course, uh, you guys, make sure you go out. Uh, It's not too late. Purchase Tears of the Game, part one and part two, and be on the lookout July 4th. Uh, for He Said, She Said, uh, featuring Miss Angie Liddell and LaVon, you guys. And uh, Angie, it's definitely been a pleasure having you on the show. I just love um, hearing your journey on how you got here, uh, especially having moms call in and and, and hearing the, the secrets of, of the secret uh, escape of you reading the books. <laughs> and, I know, right? Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I just thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm looking uh, forward to what you're going to bring to the table. And, uh, oh, we do have uh, one more caller who just came through. We don't want to miss anybody. Let's go to area code 614, um, last digits 9303. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Let's see. Hold on, caller. Let's get you. Your mic. Hello. Okay, okay. Paula, are you there? Yes. yes Say your name here. and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Kiana, and I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. 
Hey, welcome. How are you doing? Good. We're on with yeah. Angie Liddell. You got a question or comment for her? Uh, yes. Hi, Angie. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was just calling in support Angie and to let I her know I'm going to submit and, and wish her the best in her career. And Thank everybody you. go buy her, make sure to get her book. Part one Queen and part two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> go get her book. Yes. They are DMRAB certified. Yeah. You know, Q was one of the people who, um, gave me honesty as well. She said, Well you know it's yeah. you know, it, it got some editing problems. I said, Oh, okay <laughs> and I took it off of um <laughs> Amazon and fixed some things. Yeah. But that <laughs> so, but, yeah, she, good, but you're uh, glad that she gave you that insight because she was I trying am. to help you, you know, be the best you could be. So You know what? I didn't take it personal because again it's, yeah. it's never what someone says to me. It's always how they say it. Now, if you get at me mm-hmm. wrong, it, it would be different, you know. But, <laughs> you know, it's all about how, how it's said, and she did it tactfully. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. I was calling yeah. in to congratulate you, and I wish you thank nothing but success. And to thank you. Thank you, not, you know, not uh, only for bringing us great books to read, but thank you for believing in my endeavor. So thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You got to see your shout out in part two. Oh. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for taking that. Awesome. Thank you so much and for calling you. in. Oh, uh-huh. You ladies have a good night. You too. You too. All right. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Honey. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Everybody coming through. Show some love. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 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 And before we uh, do get ready to get out of here, you got any final words or thoughts or encouragement you want to give to the folks out here listening? I I just want to thank everyone, everyone who took the time out today to call in um, and those who, you know, may have called or couldn't get through or, even anybody that's listening and inboxed you for questions, I really appreciate it. And I hope you go out and get tears of the game. I don't think you'll be disappointed, one and two. You're really going to love he said, she said. And those that are uh, are writing or in the process of writing, just keep following your dream. Trust there. I am a living testimony. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. And, of course, um, we definitely got to get uh, you and LaVon. Um, I would definitely love to get the both of you guys back up on here uh, for He oh, Said, yeah. She Said. Uh, we, we definitely got to discuss that because I know that's <laughs> going to be a hot and juicy, hot and juicy one uh, for the folks out here to be able to read. So, But definitely yeah. you are welcome to come back at any time. Just uh, let me know, and we would definitely love to have you. Well, thank you. I'll be back as soon as you let me know. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> And uh, you have a, a great rest of your day And I'll be talking with you again soon Alright you have a good day Alright you too Bye bye uh-huh. Alright you guys That was Arthur Angela Dale Authors of Tears of the Game Part 1 and Part 2 And he said she said Which drops on July 4th you guys So hey celebrate and celebrate in a great way on that day uh, by going out and purchasing uh, her awesome book, you guys. And so um, coming up um, next Thursday, uh, we're going to have um, Nagas uh, Edomot. He's going to be coming on, and he's going to be talking um, about his book and poetry, spoken words. So it's going to be a great evening as well next Thursday. That's going on at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you guys, uh, once again, big shouts out to Angie and to all of the folks on the phone line who have tuned in, listening. I know some people are just getting off of work, so you listen. So we appreciate you guys. To those of you who called in and showed Angie some love, we appreciate you as well. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here, you guys. Um, I am Bianca Fly. You guys can connect with me on Facebook if you like, Bianca Fly or the Beautiful Butterfly Show page. Or if you want to be a guest 
All you have to do is submit your email to thebfloshow at gmail.com. We would love to have you guys. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here. You guys have a fantastic weekend. You guys know it's Throwback Thursday, so we got to throw it back a little bit. But no better way to throw it back than to the West Coast. You guys, it goes from Tupac. Keep your head up. You guys have a great weekend. I am Bianca Fly. I'll see you next time. Something for my guys from Elijah and Lil Girl named Corinne. Say the black of the best, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh, the deep of the roots. I get my heart and my sister's own welfare. If don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. Don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave Cause sister, you don't need And I ain't trying to gas up, I just call them how I sleep You know what makes me unhappy? that When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a cat And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman And I came from a I wonder why we take from my women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, lady.
Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.